Welcome to the brand new, rebranded, Ordinary Women, Extraordinary God. We're a virtual women's ministry working in tandem with the ministries of love we're finding, and we're here to encourage you to laugh without fear of the future. Our purpose is still the same, but we have flipped the script on our name. Our title is now Ordinary Women, Extraordinary God. We are still women living courageously, and we are still pursuing a relationship with an awesome God. I'm your host, Melanie Redd, and we are so glad that you have joined us today. Recently, I was scrolling through Twitter, and I was reading posts and watching videos, and I noticed something. In a very short period of time, I saw so much crazy that I had to put my phone down. I mean, I was astonished. I was watching videos, and I thought, what is going on around us? I saw a video of some high school girls in their classroom in a full-blown fight. They were punching each other, and teachers were trying to stop the fight. I also saw strangers hitting other strangers on public streets for no reason, walking by each other and hitting each other. I saw a video of an elderly man who was minding his own business when a much younger man came by and just pushed him over. I've seen videos of people yelling at other people, families fighting, even at church, it seems like right now. People are having a hard time getting along. So much bad behavior is happening all around us. And maybe like me, you've wondered, what is going on? You may have thought that as well. What can we do to improve things, at least in our little part of the world? How can we improve our relationships in our towns, our neighborhoods, our workplaces, our churches, and even in our families? Now, before we get into some possible reasons and solutions, I've got something to share with you. Our friends at Love We're Finding make this podcast possible. And Love We're Finding is supported by generous gifts from people like you who are blessed by the ministry. And this month, we're offering a wonderful thing. It's a Bible study. It's called a Future for the Family Bible Study. Despite Satan's assault on the family, rising divorce rates, and confusion about what marriage is, God's perfect plan transcends time and culture. Study with us his biblical design and discover a hope and a future for your marriage and family. This Bible study is available to you for a gift of any amount, and I'll put the link in the show notes so you can go over there and check it out. Now back to the chaos and what to do about it. You know, I think in my opinion, the pressure cooker of the last couple years has just taken its toll on all of us. People are boiling over and spilling out their hurts all over the place. The pressure is understandable, but our reactions don't have to be crazy. We have a very popular podcast that we recorded last year about this topic, and I'll link it in the show notes. It's called Come Apart Before You Come Apart, and you may want to check that out. But I want us to think a little bit more about it today. In fact, as believers, we don't just have to behave or react like everyone else. In fact, the Bible calls us to react or respond differently. A crazy culture doesn't excuse us from doing the right thing. In fact, 2 Peter 2, 9 reminds us of this. This verse says, But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he has called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. I read a great quote by Adrian Rogers, and he said this, The same Jesus who turned water into wine can transform your home your life, your family, and your future. He is still in the miracle-working business, and his business is the business of transformation. 
Pastor Rogers also said this. He said, a church is an incubator, a nursery, a grade school. You start where people are and move them to where they need to be. Maybe the cure is that we need to go back to grade school or kindergarten or elementary school. Reading these quotes and these verses and thinking about all the crazy in the world, I thought maybe we need to be reminded of some of those principles about common courtesy, respect, and decency. In fact, as an elementary teacher, for so many years, I had the same routine on the first day of school. And maybe as a student or a teacher, you remember this routine. You go through the rules on the first day of school. Even in homeschool, I know moms have a rule chart or a rule poster that they put up and they talk about here are the guidelines to common courtesy. They're going to help us get through the year. Because for most of us in a classroom, especially as teachers, we needed the students to know what was expected if we were to get along in a little thousand square foot classroom for an entire year. And so for seven years of teaching, I instructed my students, both elementary and middle school students, on principles that would make our little corner of the world a better place. And for seven years, I can tell you there was harmony, there was peace, there was learning, instruction, creativity, and lots of laughter because we all got on the same good page. Let me give you just a sample of what that was like in case you've forgotten or it's been a while since you've been in a classroom. Perhaps you'll remember some of these guidelines because I don't think the rules have changed over the last few years. Most of these are used in the typical classroom. These are five rules or guidelines that I hung on a huge poster, and they stayed in the front of the room. No matter what class I was in or where I taught, these were our principles, and we went over them often. And you don't have to tell you it's kind of funny. Don't tell anybody this, but I've amended these and used these in church groups with adults in small groups in Sunday school classes with women's groups, and they work. So let me give you five guiding principles that I have used over and over, and they work for people getting along. And here they are. The first rule, keep your hands, feet, and objects to yourself. Now, listen, just this one could change our world. (laughs) I really think if we just did rule number one, the the world would be a better place right now. But I was thinking about a little girl. I I taught all boys, and then I went and taught in a co-ed school. So there were girls and boys, and we were in a small room. And we had big desks and big chairs, and so we had to sit kind of close together. And I remember this little girl. Her name was Courtney. And she did not like anybody to touch her or her stuff. And so she would actually take a ruler and measure out six inches on either side of her desk. And if anybody touched her stuff, she would freak out. And I will have to tell you, the boys loved to tease her. Like they would take one finger and stick it over on her desk. And and, and it kind of became a joke. But I will tell you, if we behaved a little bit more like Courtney and gave ourselves a little room between us, even six inches, and just said, stay in your own space, keep your hands, feet, and objects to yourselves, in common courtesy, I think we could get along. Now, here's the second one. We need this one, too. When someone else is talking, don't interrupt. Let them finish. I know you might find it hard to believe, but in a classroom, when you have 20 or 25 students, you can't all talk at the same time. And I think this is a good rule for us in our workplaces and in our families and in our friendships is to let other people finish what they're saying and then talk. A third rule is to show respect to yourself and to everyone around you. What a great rule for all of us to go by. A fourth rule, and this was really important in the classroom, but this would work in your home. Some of you would like this one with your children. Clean up after yourself. Throw away your own trash. (laughs) A fifth rule, 
was this one. Listen well and follow all directions you're given. That's it. These aren't complicated or fancy. They aren't really difficult. There's no magic here. But obviously, we all could use a refresher course out there. We may need to start hanging classroom posters in restaurants and churches and subway stations and all over the place. We might need to remind people how to treat each other again. And just like great classroom teachers, we might need to remind them regularly about how to get along. You know, I think there's a simple bottom line, and it's this. It's all about kindness and respect and decency. You know, you don't even have to know Jesus personally to show these traits. I know many who don't know Christ who operate in kindness and respect and decency. However, those of us who do know Jesus personally should be the kindest, most respectful, and most decent people on the planet. We should be the ones leading the kindness and decency brigade. I love this quote from author Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He said this, Your life as a Christian should make non-believers question their disbelief in God. Let me read that one one more time. Your life as a Christian should make non-believers question their disbelief in God. So this year, all of 2023, I want us to take the time to focus our attention on how we can really begin to see peace in our relationships and hope and kindness in our churches. My prayer is that we will show goodness as we shop and work and live, and we will have better lives, better friendships, better home situations, better relationships, just better. What if we decided to walk differently this year? What if we chose to love God and others, period? What if we choose to take the high road every single time? I read where American business magnate, investor, and philanthropist Warren Buffett put it this way. He said, always take the high road. It's far less crowded. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said it this way, the time is always right to do right. So let's make 2023 the year that you and I do right, choose right, and live right. That's what we're going to think about in the days to come. Through our blog post, our social media post, our interviews, our devotions, and everything we do this year, we're going to seek to give you encouragement to improve your relationships and to encourage all of us to do better in the ways that we interact and deal with each other. It's going to be a fantastic year. Now, in the meantime, I'd love to hear from you. How are things in your neck of the woods? Are you seeing and hearing and reading about the crazy things happening between people? Are you ready to be part of the change in your own circle? I pray so. And as I close, could I ask a big favor? We need some 2023 reviews on the podcast. Would you take a minute, hit the three dots, and drop us a quick review? It can be one sentence. Also, can we ask that you share this message with someone you feel like would benefit from listening? Your shares are really the main way that this ministry reaches new listeners. Thank you so much for your shares your stars, your reviews, your encouragement, your prayers. We are so blessed by you. And remember today, we are ordinary women, but we are pursuing an extraordinary God who adores us. And in Him, we can face the future without fear.